superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The volume. The Three and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for baseball, the NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. America's number one sportsbook. Very easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, 3 and Out Podcast. Little uh, Sunday night edition. Recording this... uh before Sunday night. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there celebrating this great day to the uh, beautiful women in our life, whether they're the mother of our children, whether they're our mothers, whether they're our grandmothers, whoever, hopefully you had a great, great Mother's Day. What I thought I would do is I picked five teams going into the spring because OTAs are kind of officially starting. People are going to be on the field after this rookie minicamp. And uh, discussing just the things I'm looking for this spring and really moving forward and just some questions that need to be asked. Kind of some big picture stuff uh, as we move into, you know, it's it's not real football because there's no shoulder pads. There are no, you know, you're not wearing any, you know, the bottoms. I guess a lot of guys don't even wear pads anymore in their legs, right? The leg pads. I mean, those got no one wears knee pads. You're a high school football player. Remember, if you're my age or older, you had to wear knee pads now. I mean, I don't think anyone's worn knee pads in the NFL in a long time. 
hell, half the league doesn't even wear thigh pads, let alone the hip pads. I mean, those were a must back in the day because you could get taken out. Now, wear any pads you want. Hell, if you're Michael Bennett, wear no shoulder pads. But obviously, the spring is just helmets and uh, shorts and t-shirts. But subscribe to the podcast. You listen on Colin Feet. Subscribe to the 3 and Out podcast as well. Share it with your friends. And uh, you guys know the drill as well as the Middlecoff mailbag. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Slide up into those DMs and get your question answered. We do a mailbag on Tuesday, and then we do a weekend mailbag. It's it's very easy to get involved. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Fire in those DMs. I'm going to start with number one team this, this offseason that I have a huge question mark. And it's the Green Bay Packers. Now, I looked on this little thing called Google. I did some searching. I couldn't find. Now, granted, beside talking to McAfee, Rodgers has not talked. <clears throat> but the last several years, he has not been involved in the offseason activities, right? Definitely last year, he was nowhere to be found in the offseason. Now, ultimately, everyone was returning. It wasn't that big a deal. Jordan Love got to have all the reps. I bet the Packers kind of enjoyed it. Beside the saga of like whether he was going to retire, whether he was going to force a trade, like it was weird, but it, it was less crazy. This year, losing Devontae Adams, you know, it, it's funny. A couple years ago, remember Tom Brady when they were doing the CBA, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers wanted OTAs basically to be canceled because Aaron Rodgers didn't want to participate. Tom Brady didn't necessarily either, but he flew everyone to him and basically held his own practices. I mean, it was kind of a sneaky scam by old TB12. Rodgers just wanted to go to Hawaii and drink Mai Tais with his uh, Hollywood girlfriend, which I don't blame him. At his point, OTAs aren't doing anything. But I would say with this team, bringing in Sammy Watkins, drafting this dude from North Dakota State, they need to get on the same page. And you could argue that training camp might not be enough. Because in previous years, MVS, Lazard, Devontae, the tight ends, like he had played with those guys. Lot of new pieces on offense. Now, maybe he's so great, it doesn't matter. Maybe there, if he doesn't show up beside the mandatory minicamp, they'll still have enough time in training camp. But I would imagine that LaFleur and definitely the Green Bay executive, you know, front office would love him to show up. Now, here's what the Green Bay Packers have going for him. I still, the more I've let it marinate and think about, like, I I don't believe in the Minnesota Vikings. They have some good players, first time head coach. GM, who made one of the worst trades we've ever seen on draft night. Now, they struggled with Zimmer, who wasn't established. Listen, he might be a crotchety old man, but he was a pretty good coach. Maybe he lost his fastball last year, but they were making the playoffs all the time. They they are not going to be as good. So I still think the Packers are going to win the division, but I no longer view them as like some number one seed type team. I no longer view them as a team that I'm going to pick to win the Super Bowl, like I had the last two years that have failed. But I I still view them as 10-11 wins should win a pretty bad division. But when you're in transition, in any walk of life, in any industry, cohesion and time matters. Time equity, putting, putting effort into stuff, putting time into stuff, especially when you're running an offense, matters. Defensively, they're probably going to be pretty good. They have a lot of talent on defense. They drafted defense, two guys in the first, you know, in the first round. Both those guys, I've been told, pretty good. So I would expect the Packers to be look a little different than they even last year, where I wouldn't say they were a throwing team. They've become a pretty balanced operation under LaFleur running the football. But ultimately, like their point of difference was Rodgers to really to Devontae. And that's going to take a step back. So it'll be interesting if he shows his effort level over the next month and a half. 
Uh, again, I don't believe guys like Aaron Rodgers need to come to OTAs unless you have a situation like this where you have a lot of turnover. Now, you could argue if I was a Green Bay general manager, it's like, bro, we just, you just got $150 million from us. Can we uh, just see you for a month and then you can go to drink your Mai Tais in, in Hawaii? Number two team is, I, I would say, easily last year the biggest disappointment. Uh, the way the season ended, they lost to the Raiders at home on Christmas. And then they lost to, uh, obviously, the last game of the season to the Jacks, a team that they have not beat in Jacksonville since 2014. And ultimately, they moved on from a quarterback. Whether the owner hated him, whether the GM and coach hated him, you know, there's a lot of rumors and innuendo out there. Bottom line, they had to get him out of there. I mean, that's not my opinion. That's theirs. They, they literally shipped him away. And then somehow they got two third-round picks, which still is pretty crazy, but they did. And they got lucky. Because I, I did think it was a little nuts that they just shipped him away and then they had no answer. Like, what the hell were they going to do? They didn't have a first-round pick. There was, at the time, no one knew Matt Ryan was going to be available. And then they, you know, the football gods threw them a bone. And you could argue maybe they had earned the bone from the football gods. I mean, luck just quit on them randomly in training camp. That's, that's an all-timer. And they have been in this weird cycle of just basically one-year stopgap since. And not necessarily purposefully, right? They, they probably hoped Philip Rivers had a couple years. He gave him one. They hoped the Wentz thing would be uh, maybe not long, long-term, but give him several years as a starter, shipped him out after one season. And now they got Matt Ryan, who, let's face it, while he's been on a really shitty team, it's been a poorly run operation. Bad roster, uh, you know, Julio fell off a cliff. They, they, you know, Calvin Ridley disappeared to make to make bets in Florida. That uh, they've had issues in Atlanta. They, their their team just isn't very good, so it's hard to put it all on him. And I, I'd be lying if I said I watched a lot of Atlanta Falcons football the last several years. But when I did, again, he, he's still solid. But to me, he's nowhere near. At least based on what he's looked like the last couple of years. What we're gonna find out is maybe he's been a product of a team that had no talent which you wouldn't totally blame him. His offensive line has been atrocious, atrocious in Atlanta. And he's not a great athlete, so he can't move around. Well, he goes to a team with a fantastic offensive line. And most importantly, an elite running back. So a quarterback's best friend, they often say he's a tight end or a running back. Well, he's got a running back now. And you're going you're gonna to ride Jonathan Taylor like secretariat, especially with that offensive line. They have solid offensive weapons, uh, but I wouldn't say that's really a point of differentiation for the Colts. But you'd say for in Atlanta, you know, beside Julio, they've they've kind of been patchwork over the years. So I, I, I and their defense clearly got a lot better. They signed Gilmore, um, a lot better would be strong. But I, I think the Colts, if Matt Ryan can give them just be the 12th or 13th best quarterback in the NFL, you're looking at a 12 12 win team, and you're looking at a team that should win the division. Because I think Tennessee got a little worse, at least this year, just because they lost A.J. Brown. And A.J. Brown, like I'm a, I like Burks, and I think he'll be a good player in time. But to just think that he can fill his shoes immediately feels like a pretty big stretch. So I, I think Matty Ice, the cohesion with his offense, just I, I think they're going to be a major team that we talk about this offseason and definitely in training camp. Let's pivot to my backyard. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo's injured. While he's still on the 49ers, because as John Lynch said, I think like last week, once Jimmy Garoppolo decided to have surgery, it threw a wrench in everything. 
We had planned on trading him. We thought we had trade offers. I was told they had offers on the table. The moment he got surgery and he wasn't going to be able to just throw in the OTAs, teams backed off, and probably rightfully so, because it's a pretty big risk. Wait, you want a third or fourth round pick, and then I, I trade for a guy that can't even throw? I, I can't even practice with him? So it's understandable. But that gave the 49ers the ability that they didn't necessarily have to cut him. They weren't going to trade him for nothing, but he's not able to practice you know, for the next 45 days. Well, guess who is? The guy that they drafted really high. And I've been saying over and over, people, there was a report last week that the 49ers didn't really like him. I don't really care what happened last year. It's about right now. How much has this guy improved? How much has he been working the last three months? Has he shortened up his mechanics? His his arm, his release was a little loopy. Is his understanding of the offense much better? Does he know what Kyle expects on the field? From a character standpoint, it was elite coming out of college. I was told he was a really bright guy. Now it's time to see. You are going to rep with the ones. You are the guy all offseason. And to me, if the offseason goes poorly, then Jimmy Garoppolo might be the 49ers starting quarterback. And when I say offseason, I mean like the next 45 days. It's time to either put up or shut up in terms of this season. The 49ers are not in the, the mode of the other teams that drafted guys last year really high. The Jets, they're going to suck. Or at least they, they're not trying to make the playoffs. The Jags aren't sniffing the playoffs. The Bears are awful. The 49ers expect to compete to win the division. And their division has the defending Super Bowl champs. It's why Trey Lance didn't get on the field last year until Jimmy got hurt a couple games and they forced to start him. Because Kyle's trying to win playoff games, which he's won four in the last three years. That's all that matters. But I also don't care that much about, you know... Trey was overwhelmed. A lot was going on. Of course he was. He was from North Dakota State. He's a major project. But part of being a project is going from a project to being just a functional player to then ideally becoming a really good player, i.e. Josh Allen. But there is a uh, progression that takes place. You start low. It's like education, right? When you first go to school in first grade, you don't know shit. By the time you graduate from high school, you can read, you can write, you can do math. Well, about by sixth grade, you're somewhere in the middle. And I think with football, as a football player, especially a young guy, coming from a small school, the way the COVID year happened, the season was canceled for him. I didn't expect much last year. Major project. Well, now I don't expect you to be a pro bowler this year, but I expect you to be a full-time starter. I expect you to take the starting job and run with it. I expect you to be, when you when you get these reps to make it, you're so talented to go, Kyle doesn't even think about going back to Jimmy Garoppolo. But you got to do it. And to me, it's not going to be as much about like, well, he missed this throw or he overthrew this deep ball. Kyle's going to judge him on upstairs, audibles, going to the right read, understanding what you know play to call at the line of scrimmage when the defense gives them a different look than they thought was coming. <clears throat> That's how they're going to judge him, intellectually. Physically, I, I've seen him at practice. He's got a big arm. He can move. Like, we know that. But Kyle's big thing, and Matt Ryan's talked about this, Kirk Cousins has talked about this, Jimmy Garoppolo's talked about this, is being able to control the offense. Basically being a a conduit of him on the field. And it's very intense. It's very, very hard. His standards, you know, are stupid high. But Trey Lance now, basically the next 45 days, maybe even a little less, 40 days, to just get it done. No excuses. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make 
that'll take my business to the next level in 2024. LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team, faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals which make it the best place to hire. I know I'm on it all the time, looking for people, checking out what everyone's doing. Hiring should be easy, and that is where LinkedIn comes in. So the fact that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours, LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. The Broncos. Uh, I I know Coward, I I saw his uh, herd hierarchy, had them ranked number two overall in the National Football League, which I think is a little nuts because last year, Russell, Russell showed signs of decline. Now, you might say he got injured, the team was off, he was, you know, in the middle of a divorce that almost felt not just likely, but, I mean, unavoidable. And clearly, they got divorced, right? Uh, he was over Pete. Anytime you're working with someone you don't like, I've been there. You, you don't get the best out of you. It's it's human nature. Uh, I, I don't care how many times he said, go Hawks and up early working. If you don't respect or like the coach, and respect probably is too strong, but you, you just, you've grown apart. It's hard to give your best. 
My issue with the Broncos is everyone in the NFL would agree. Their roster on paper is good. They have a lot of talented players. None of these guys that are homegrown guys from the Broncos have won a thing. They have not been very good. They have not been involved in big games. Russell has, but all their core guys they've drafted the last several years and built this team around have not. So you're expecting them just all of a sudden to be you know, a 12-13 win team. The other thing is, and listen, Coward doesn't want to admit this, but this is a fact. Offensive coaches, if you work with Brett Favre, if you work with Peyton Manning, if you work with Drew Brees, if you work with Tom Brady as an assistant coach on offense, if you worked with Patrick Mahomes, if you worked forever with Donovan McNabb and Andy Reid, you became a head coach. Or if you were a position coach, you became an offensive coordinator. It was a lock. right? You go become an offensive coordinator for Nick Saban, you become a head coach. That's not an opinion, that's a fact. If you were an offensive coordinator for Russell Wilson over the last decade, you got fired. You were relieved of your duties, which is weird because he had a Hall of Fame career over that time. But it speaks to, it's weird. It is not like, I go work for Aaron Rodgers, I'm Joe Philbin, I'm, you know, Ben McAdoo, I'm, hell, I'm Mike McCarthy, I get fired, I become the Dallas Cowboys head coach. Right? Think about all the Andy Reid guys that became. Think about all the Saints guys were pumping out, getting promotions. That's that all the guys from Tom Brady. That's not what happens with Russell Wilson. Now Nate Hackett, who has zero equity, right? Oh, let's be real. Most people listening to this had never heard of the guy like three years ago. Ever. And now he's the head coach of this team with all this pressure. I think it's gonna be difficult. To me, as as a buddy of mine told me in the NFL. He sees, and he talked to a guy that worked with Nate Hackett. He's like, I see this going one of two ways. They're either going to dominate and just be a power, or it's going to be a debacle. And listen, I, I think Russell's a Hall of Famer. But if his arrow is truly pointing down, this could be, you know, a pretty underwhelming uh, hype train. Now, if he gets back to a couple years ago, Russ, and Nate Hackett's comfortable and he just turns out to be like a LaFleur, they'll win 12 games and, you know, compete to win the division and be a lock for the playoffs. But to just act like, I I refuse to just be like, this is a no-brainer. Because it's just not. This is not like Bruce Arians got to Tampa. Look at what Bruce had done in Arizona. Hell, look what he did the one year in Indianapolis. Bruce knew what the fuck he was doing. I hope Nate Hackett knows what he's doing. UC Davis, bald guy. Rooting for him. But the history of offensive coaches around Russell Wilson, you're not a shooting star. That's not the way it works. Now, maybe we find out. It turns out it was all Pete's fault. But I'd say Pete had a pretty long resume even before Russell Wilson when he was at USC. Things were pretty smooth. You know? Now, maybe it was just Russell, pro athletes, a little different than USC. He's getting rid of players a lot. The running, passing thing. Okay, well, Nate Hackett just came from Green Bay. How did they resurrect Aaron Rodgers' career? They started running the football. What would Mike McCarthy always struggle with? Running the football. They play in Green Bay. It's freezing cold. Well, Denver gets pretty cold too in the winter. And we know how hard this division is. It is incredibly stacked on paper. So I'm not anti the Broncos. I think they could easily, if you told me they win the division, believable. But if you told me they went 9-8 and eight and missed the playoffs, I could see that too. I, I would not put, you know, $5,000 on either. I, I just, to me, they're just an unknown. I do not feel like they are just some quantifiable lock. 
which I think is the way. And I know I know Colin is a is a Russell guy, and I am too. Like I'm not anti Russell Wilson. I think he's cheesy, but as a football player, respect the shit out of him. I, I think he's elite. But he's small, then banged up now. You know, it's wear and tear on him. A lot of scrambling around. Um, you know, I, we're gonna find out. I know he talks the he talks the talk right about winning and winning all these Super Bowls. Well, he he, he got his wish because he's the boss now. There's no Pete Carroll screaming to run the ball. He's gonna tell Nate Hackett what to do. And they got an ownership change, so it's not like they just have some stable owner. They don't even have one. Okay, the last team actually, I'm going to Saturdays, and it is the LSU Tigers. And one thing stood out to me this weekend, or I guess last weekend during the NFL draft, is that the LSU Tigers, after firing at Ogeron, after going through two seasons that I think many people around the program, SEC football fans, football fans in general, would call an embarrassment, LSU had more players drafted coming off that season last year than Nick Saban. If it wasn't for Georgia, no team had more players drafted in the SEC, including Texas A&M, including Ole Miss, including Florida, you know, including Alabama, than LSU. I mean, they had dudes on their team, like the Niners took a third-round running back. I was like, they had a sweet running back? I didn't even realize it. Uh, so it shows you. That is a program that just dominates. It really does. I mean, they have no excuse. They've had three coaches in the last 20 years all win national championships. Nick Saban, Les Miles, and obviously Ed Ogeron a couple years ago. But Brian Kelly, we can make fun of him all we want for saying my family, you know, in his southern accent, which he's a guy from the Northeast. To me, Brian Kelly's a Northeast academic. But that doesn't mean that he's not a fantastic football coach. He's won everywhere he's been. From schools in Michigan, I think Central Michigan, before that Grand Valley State. When I was a GA at Fresno State, we played his BCS Cincinnati team. They were awesome. He went to Notre Dame, and he dominated as much as humanly possible. Notre Dame can't win a national championship anymore. They can't get the guys into school. Like Stanford, even when Stanford peaked, they were never going to be able to beat Ohio State, Alabama. Like They couldn't. That was not going to happen. They, they, they don't have the ability to get those type people into school. Notre Dame had a cap. And, and Brian Kelly took them as far as they can go. LSU does not. I can get everyone and anyone into school. And I already do. We have the best players. We, we, are, we are no different than Alabama. The only difference is they got Nick Saban. When we had Nick Saban, they sucked. We kicked their ass. Right? The reason Georgia is good now is because basically they got Nick Saban 2.0. If Brian Kelly can do what he did at Notre Dame, do the same exact thing at LSU, he will win a national championship. He's that good of a coach, you know? And it's just, it's a place that really, really, really gives a shit. You know, like, there is no difference in terms of passion of the LSU fan base and the Alabama fan base. They're the same program. It's just about the coach. When you get the right coach, you dominate there. And I think they got the right coach. But obviously, you know, we're, we're, at least we're going to find out because I, I, I do think, you know, Nick Saban is from West Virginia. Kirby Smart is obviously, I think, played at Georgia. He's a Southern guy. Urban Meyer wasn't, and Urban Meyer thrived at Florida. I, to me, Mac Brown, you know, crushed it at Texas. He doesn't feel like 
you know, Texas. But I, I don't know. I, I, I think LSU, I, their spring is over. But I, I don't see why they can't win a national championship the next couple of years. I mean, it's just, they're going to get too much talent. He's too good of a coach. Now, the division's really hard. So you got to compete against Jimbo. He's putting together an NFL team. Saban already has an NFL team. Kirby has got an NFL team. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging. But I, I respect any person who is willing to take the next step up in an industry. Like when, when you're somewhere, you're making a ton of money, but you're like, you know what? I've gone as far as I can go. There's not any more steps for me to take on this mountain. I, we, we can't go any farther. Good luck, Marcus Freeman. It's going to be very, very difficult. But I, and I don't necessarily know if it's going to be this year, but I, I'd be shocked if in a couple of years you don't see LSU in the playoffs. And if you get in the playoffs with that team, that roster, you, you got a chance to win it all. That's why every time the SEC makes the playoffs, Alabama, Georgia, whoever, you know, if Texas A&M ever makes the playoffs, you got a chance to win it all. And more than likely, you will. That's why LSU, they, they win all the national championships for a reason. The other team, Ohio State, when they get close, like they've had SEC rosters. Same with Clemson. They've had SEC rosters. If you don't have an SEC roster, you ain't winning shit. It's, it's why the Pac-12 can't get to the playoffs. They don't have SEC rosters. We'll see if Dan Lanning, Mario is getting them there. We'll see if Dan Lanning can keep that, and we'll see if Lincoln can start that. Because if you don't have SEC rosters, you don't got a chance. Michigan somehow upset Ohio State, but we saw them play Georgia. They didn't have an SEC roster, and they got boat raced. So I'm fascinated by LSU and Brian Kelly. I mean, as a West Coast Pac-12 homer, I love the SEC. I think it's the NFL light. I think it's the NFL 2.0. And it's just the storylines are just second to none in college sports. They, they really are. It's kind of like the Big East basketball when I was a kid. That's SEC football now. Now, I think if you live in the South, it's always been SEC football. But you guys went from being regional to becoming national. John Middlecoff in California pays attention to you. Because you're that interesting. You're that cool. You're that good. You know, I, I can't make my living off the NFL and not pay attention to you. I can't do it. I have to focus on you. You're that important. And now one of your most important programs is led by an absolute winner. Who's an outsider? Who's definitely an outsider? But Urban Meyer was an outsider until he wasn't. Now the difference is Urban Meyer had basically, you know, <laughs> pushed the envelope. Had a lot of criminals on that team. I don't know if Brian Kelly's really going to roll like that. You know, I mean, Urban Meyer had murderer on his team. Murdered people. It was like, whatever. Aaron Hernandez, you know. Had some bad dudes. <laughs> had some had some questionable characters. It's what I'm pretty impressed with Nick Saban's program. Shit doesn't really fly there. You know, and I, I, I don't think it's going to fly with Brian Kelly. Now, is he Nick Saban? I don't think quite that, but I, I think he's damn good. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to watch the LSU Tigers in Baton Rouge, as Garth Brooks said. Do you see that, that viral video of Garth Brooks singing Colin Baton Rouge, Tiger Stadium, 90,000 people? I think a professor at LSU put out like the earthquake monitor, it, like registered as a small earthquake when he sang the song. I love that passion, man. Love the passion. Um, see you guys Tuesday. Peace. Are you looking for the hottest gambling advice out there? Check out the Moneyline Monaco podcast powered by FanDuel every weekday. Our guy Alex Monaco will give you his best bets 
including game picks, props, same game parlays, and much more. Monaco is in another groove and has won nearly 60% of his bets all time. So don't miss your chance to make some money by downloading the Moneyline Monaco wherever you get your podcast. only on the Volumes Podcast Network. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency and consistency scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality visit lazarusnaturals.com today lazarus naturals it's not about being the best in the world it's about doing what's best for the world not available in idaho iowa or south dakota